Hello, my friend, and welcome to a special episode of Mostly Folk. I think you are going to enjoy this episode simply because of who I have with me here in the Mostly Folk studios. And uh, you're going to, if you haven't heard him before, you're going to be quite amazed. And I know you're going to enjoy his music. So let's start it off today with a song from his latest album, his only album, I do believe, and the name of the album is The Wanderer, and this is Patrick Sampson. My name's Audie Martello, and welcome to Mostly Folk. Time comes when you come home again. Hang your sciences, go back to where you've been. Patrick Sampson with I Go On from, as I said before, his album The Wanderer. And, well, uh, first of all, let me welcome you to the Mostly Folk Studios. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very happy to have you here. It's been uh, quite a while. We've been talking about doing this. We have. And uh, finally, it's come to pass. Now, Patrick traveled down with his dad Ed from where is it Water- Watertown New York Watertown New York and uh, it's almost a four hour drive it's like three and a half to four hours and I am so happy that he got here today and we'll be playing some of his music and some live music for you so uh, 
you're in for a treat. Talk a little bit about yourself, Patrick. And uh, by the way, folks, <laughs> uh, although his voice sounds much more mature to me, Patrick's only 16 years old. Uh, just turned 17. Just turned 17. Yep. Okay. I can't use the 16 anymore. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. Yep. So tell me about your music, how you got involved in this. Yeah. And... Um, I, uh, I started playing professionally my first gig was uh, at a family's, it was like a family member had set up a gig where she worked at, at, a, at a Adams Country Club, it's a little bar and restaurant, and uh, we played there, and it was a two-hour set, and I had to repeat a couple times because I only knew like 10 songs at the time, and that was April 8th of 2015. Uh, I had started playing guitar about six months before then. I've only been playing guitar for about two years, and yeah, it just kind of snowballed. I I started getting positive feedback from around town, and then the gigs started building. We started playing to more people, and uh, after that, everyone told me they wanted to hear original work, and that's kind of how it went. Wow. And you... Why guitar? Why did you choose the guitar? I uh, I was always a Mumford & Sons fan. Uh, Mumford & Sons was the was the first... Uh, their Babel album was the first album I had bought by myself in 2012 with my own money. And I had listened to it, and he's just a acoustic strum you know master it's just mm -hmm. crazy alternate tunings and it's something that's so interesting to me and then i heard ed sheeran play live mm -hmm. and that was another thing the acoustic guitar thing and then i just followed it. i kind of went in that direction for who i listened to terrific and tell me about school you don't go to school you're homeschool yep uh well i i in 10th grade um is when i started playing out and everything started escalating kind of quickly as to where we were playing and traveling and doing certain things recording the album in nashville and then um we said let's kind of take it full time and that's when my mom and i started online schooling which is what i did from home which allowed me to travel and create content and write music without having to be somewhere that obligated place you know and you don't you don't miss the contact with other people students and nah not really i guess school just wasn't really for me i struggled with school and not because i couldn't do it just because i wasn't interested my mind was in other places a lot mm -hmm. and i used to write books a lot and do stuff on my time like that and i figured i, I just leaned towards that stuff rather than an organized kind of lifestyle i guess mm -hmm. So, do you consider yourself a loner, or um, do you have a lot of friends because of what you do? I get to meet a lot of interesting people, like yourself. I get to come meet meet new people and, and get to do things like this now, which I wasn't able to do before. And I've learned more in the last year about business and travel and, and music than I ever did in school. So, to me, this has been such a learning experience mm -hmm. so far that I would never take that back, you know, that decision. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, why don't you give us a live song to uh, get things going here? Today? Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, this one's not on the album. This okay. is a new one, and only a few people have heard this one. This is a new one. This is called Rise. This one's a lot of fun. Oh, thank 
horizon I know I can whisper to an infinite decryption over all this time Abducted by the alibis in which we So I, I made it home, safe and sound, with a call, I'm frozen to the shore, so Nothing less to lose a rose of truths in which I just can't hide. As a foreigner, I'm lonelier than most, but ever soon Sometimes all you need is time. To find your way again But sometimes all you need is time Just rise Just rise Yes, yes, Patrick Sampson right here live on Mostly Folk. And that's not on the album. I'm sure it'll be on feature albums. But speaking of the album, where did you record this and how did you go about doing this? Um, We recorded it in uh, Zach Brown's recording studio in Nashville called Southern Ground Nashville, which was incredible. They had everything in there you could ever think of, you know what I mean? And uh, kind of a cool story of when we got there. And I love archtop guitars. I love these style guitars. I love the sound that these kind of guitars make. And uh, there was this one guitar that was kind of shaped like a cello, but it had uh, the F holes and everything to it. And they handed it to me. And I was like, wow, this is magic. And it ended up being on most of the album that uh, when we recorded it. And it was uh, there was only one of them. It was a one-time personal cousin guitar that was made. It's just amazing. Now, you recorded this in Nashville. How, how did you get to Nashville to do this? Uh, I mean, most most artists, especially artists that are older than you, even well-known folk artists, don't go to Nashville to record an album. Yeah. How um, did this happen? One of my dad's friends had, uh, had actually been really good friends with Zach, and he had heard me sing, and... We had videos on the internet, and we had just started kind of posting original music. And um, when Zach, he showed Zach Brown the the tune, and he was like, "We should tell him to go down." And then they got a uh, Brandon Bell, 
who had recorded, who was the sound engineer for the album, and all the musicians they put in there with us were incredible. You know, and, just, and who are these musicians that played with you? Did um, you know them, or these, no, uh, he, these are, he assembled they, them? Yeah, he assembled them. Uh, who was it? There was um, Jimmy Wallace was the key player, who was absolutely just incredible. You know what I mean? You can mm -hmm. tell him anything. Uh, Josh Day was the the drummer and percussionist, which was incredible. And uh, Ethan Ballinger was the guitar player, and that was that was amazing. And the mandolin player and the banjo player, like he could play everything. You know, uh -huh. it was amazing. Yeah, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the songs on the album. Uh, any particular song that you want to talk about or that has stories behind it? Yeah, um, they've all got some pretty unique uh, tales to them. Higher Tides, I, I write a lot with my dad and my cousin Ryan. Really? Ryan Felice. Yeah, we write, we write a lot of our By songs. the way, da uh, Ed Sampson is here also with Patrick because as a... Well, do you have a license at 17? Yeah, I, I okay. just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But uh, yeah. Ed drove Patrick down today and uh, he's here. So he's the silent uh, partner in the That's background. Right. And he's written songs with you. Yeah, my dad's written music for a long time. Wow. And wow. His, that... his dad was a musician as well. And my my sister plays piano and sings too, and um, but yeah, we there was a song called Higher Tides on the album which opens the record, and uh, I never knew my cousin Ryan played guitar. I never knew he you know re even really liked music, and we had always hung out as kids, you know what I mean. But then going through school and getting a little older, we didn't hang out as much. And then one one day he came over and he sang the song called I Go On, which was which was the only original that he had written on his own on the song uh, on the album and I was like can I and he gave it to me and he was like just put it on there if you love it that much and I think I go on's a great tune mm -hmm. and ever since then we started tampering around together and then higher tides came about and into the wind came about and it's, it's a really cool story and of course I go on is the song we opened up the program with today and uh, Patrick uh, is talking about higher tides so let's yeah. give that a listen Waking up with the sun Before it wakes everyone up Sitting out on my front lawn Just happy that it's finally done And what it says to me It resonates in me up to a sky so bright You'll never know what lies ahead On the darkest day The ship that carries my soul Keep me afloat And I don't wanna know What darker things may lie below The open field or the mountainside I see you dancing on a midnight sky And all alone, no one by 
my side Yet I've never seen a moon this bright now From his album The Wander, that was Patrick Sampson with Higher Tides. Uh, what other songs on this album are uh, kind of unique? Um, there's a song. Hey, Ed, if you want to jump in here at any time, let me know. Oh. Ed Sampson is here with Patrick, uh, who's co-written some of these tunes. Now, how, how did that all get come to be? I think the first one is kind of a funny story. He was working on a song. And he was uh, in the back seat playing the guitar, and we were going through a Burger King drive-through. Oh yeah. And, it was, and I said, you know, we need a new line in that song, and we just kind of. It was funny. I made up a, a, a verse or whatever. Yeah. The next thing I know, we built on that, and then that kind of yeah. kind of grew, and then we yeah, just started crazy. working on songs together. And I'll kind of ramble and throw words out. Sometimes with Patrick, you just you throw one word out, and he writes a whole song out of it at times but <laughs> i think it does it much easier than i do but I and this burger king it. song what was that song was uh, that a, did that make the, that, that make the album it, did, it didn't make the album it was a song called pick your head up and i don't remember oh, that, was when you okay. first <laughs> that was literally the first original song i ever wrote okay so you're not going to play that one no it's not bad but i think the wanderer i like because every show patrick does live the Wanderer is what we close out the night with. Uh-huh. And no matter how many times I hear that song live, he he just seems to deliver it with conviction every time. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I can watch the crowd just kind of get mesmerized with the song, the way he sings it, it's passionate. So I really, I like that one. It's, it's done well on the album, but the live version is, is really unique the way it's done. I want to walk the same path as a traveler I want to see all the things that you see so tell me the tales of olden times you would tell me everything I needed to know you speak about time and 
how it passes And what you should do Well, you still have it You see, I once knew a wise man Who had all the answers I once knew a wise man Who had all the right things to say now And I'd ask him one last time He'd say the company was just fine He'd say there's no sun that The Wanderer, as Ed talked about, the song that really kind of uh, gets him going when Patrick plays that live. We're not going to ask Patrick to play that one live, but uh, there's lots of other songs that he'll be able to play live for us. And uh, I'll tell you what, Patrick, why don't you do that right now? I will. Give us another live tune. Yeah, this is, a, this is another new one. Is it all right if I play another new one? Of course. Uh, Anything you want yeah. to play. And on the way to the studio... <laughs> I have no rules here. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the studio, I said, Artie's going to like this one. Okay, this, uh, this is probably one of my favorite songs that I've written thus far. This is, uh, this is a tune called Follow Me. Dawn and mountain is where they 
that she be So won't you follow me Won't you follow me gonna like that. <laughs> I had a feeling I had a feeling you were gonna like that tune. Wow, what a great tune. Thank you. Um move over Marcus Mumford. <laughs> Patrick Sampson's right on your heels. Uh, wow, very, very good. Uh, gee whiz. I I just used the very, very <laughs> I I have to laugh because uh when uh when I worked, uh, I worked at a school for the deaf for 32 years, and the deaf have a use of very, very. And right. It's always like, it's never like just very, it's very, very. Right. And I've yeah. noticed of late, Donald Trump uses very, very all the time. So we used to, we made this award, and it's a, it was a drawing of two hands going like this, <laughs> and it was the very, very award. <laughs> That's awesome. Sometimes there's triple varies, like very, very, very. <laughs> That's when but, you get your first Grammy. We'll yeah. Huh? When he gets his first Grammy, we'll use yeah. very, very, very. Yeah, right. Very. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, awesome. I, you know what? I I don't think that's such a far-fetched idea. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of fortunate to 
be in on the beginning, so to speak, and uh, I'm I'm kind of glad that I am because I think Patrick Sampson's going to go a long way in. How do you classify your music? Do you do you have any way of classifying it? The album is under on iTunes or or wherever you buy it is under um, alternative folk. Okay. Um, because I. I listen to so so much music, you know, from, from one minute I can listen to Gary Clark Jr. And then I can go listen to Bon Iver. Mm-hmm. And then I can listen to Voy Vance and all these Amos Lee and all these guys. Which Amos, if you listen to Amos Lee, he's got a, a country, soul, folk kind of thing. And then Bon Iver's got that alternative kind of music where one minute it can be an acoustic uh, uh, song. And then the next minute it can be an anthem, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I probably would consider it alternative only because Mm -hmm. it's a lot of different kinds
Into the Wind was another tune that I wrote with my cousin Ryan. And uh, when we had written it, it was sort of, we had the chord progression down and we were just messing around and we were sitting in his apartment and we were just jamming back and forth. And we wanted, you're, you're, we were kind of in the mood to write a song, but it wasn't a planned kind of like, let's sit down and write a song. It's just kind of like we knew. We were like, okay, maybe this progression turns into something. And it's really simple chords. And uh, we were like, but there's a melody here. And then we started humming over it. And then... We ended up talking about a girl throughout the song that neither of us had ever met. And it wasn't a love song, it was a song about her own experiences. And it's about a girl that is kind of just doesn't settle down and can't and can't settle and is always moving, always on the run and just can't sit in one spot. And it was almost like we knew who she was even though we had no idea where it was coming from. And that's why that one was kind of interesting to me. And when recording it, something kind of crazy is Ethan, the guy who played banjo and guitar and all that, he went in with a banjo and he said, let's put banjo on that. And we had just done Everosa and that was heavy banjo plucking, you know, kind of bluegrass. And then we were like, nah, no, no banjo on this one. And he was like, no, believe me, this will be cool. And we were like, ah, don't, don't do it. And he comes in and he just says, roll the track, let me try it. And we rolled the track and we just had the, the guitar. And he played over it with that, and it was the way he played it was just totally unexpected. And we were like, okay, banjo works. <laughs> banjo will work. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a cool one. I heard you were leaving again. You turned your back on everything but the wind. Brace yourself, cause here it comes Find your dreams all burnt out in the sun You know it's nothing new, it's nothing new oh. You've been here before, all alone You know it's nothing new, it's nothing new oh.
since you were young You fell in love with living life on the run You saw it redemption You lost your way In an endless darkness On the brightest of days You know it's nothing new, it's nothing new This is Kirsten Maxwell, and you're listening to Mostly Folk with Artie Martello, available on Mixcloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and MostlyFolk.org. And what about Everosa? Um, Everosa was another tune. Um, again, I never knew Ryan wrote songs, and uh, he had he had that riff. If you listen to the tune, that he had that riff written, and he had the whole first verse written. And he was humming it in his apartment. I'm like, oh, who's that? And he was like, that's a really old one. I don't even remember the words. And um, that he had written like three or four years in the past that I had never even heard of. And he was like, but I don't know if it's that good because he had never really shown anybody the song just because it was kind of an idea at Mm -hmm. the time. And uh, it didn't have a name. And all it had was the first part of the verse. And I said, let's let's write. Let's write on that because that's a that's a hook right there. You know that's a good riff. And then I wrote the second verse and we wrote the bridge together and finished up the song. And we didn't have a name for it still. And we were like, we always used to sit around and be like, what are cool band names or what's a weird, what's something weird that people haven't done before? So we came up with the word Everosa just because. And that's what I brought him. I was like, you want to call it Everosa? And he's so, like, absolutely. <laughs> so Everosa is just a made-up name? Yeah. It's just it, a, it has nothing really specifically to do with the song. No, it's just kind of a word. Uh, because it was, the, the line is, you're the one they call the one, but not the one we know by far. And she's kind of nameless throughout the song. And she doesn't have a title. So it's kind of just a person everybody hears of but never sees. And that's what we said. Let's just come up with something no one's ever seen. I've been told your name But I don't know who you are You're the one they call the one But not the one we know by 
Time to go, I'm skipping town Never saw you come around Where you going isn't going anywhere So just slow down about life in Watertown. <laughs> um, no, it's snowy. It's cold. Right now, it's really hot. Mm. But for it's about, hot everywhere right for, now. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Although it cooled off today, I tell it you. It did. I, I, it's I, nice out today. On, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, it's cold in Watertown during the winter months. It's like eleven for about eleven out of twelve months of the year. It's snowing, icy, six feet of snow, literally negative thirty at times. It's brutal winters, but. It's cool. It's cool. How far from Buffalo is Watertown? Four hours, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's sort of in It's between. north. It's a stone throw away from yeah. Canada, really. You can toss a rock and hit it. Really? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, as you said before, are homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you spend your days, aside from doing your schoolwork? <laughs> um, now that... Uh, due to having online schooling, I actually did all my work in advance, so I graduated a year early. So I just recently graduated, and we're uh-huh. waiting for the diploma to come in now, actually. Fantastic. But um, a day for me is really, I'm lucky enough to have a really awesome Facebook following. Um, they share and, and interact 
so much on there. So I do a lot of live streaming for them and I, you know, with them, I should say. And it's Mm -hmm. a a really interactive kind of cool corner of the internet where everybody's kind of nice, you know, Mm -hmm. and really supportive of each other. And they all just talk and it's fun. It's kind of like a little mini blog forum type little chat spot, which is cool. And uh, so I spend a lot of time live streaming and I write a lot of music and I have, I play a lot of guitar. I play a lot of guitar. How did you learn? You, you've only been playing the guitar for how many years? Two. Uh, two. Yep. Two years. <laughs> I find it amazing that you're, you're that good in two years. Did you take you. formal lessons or? No, I taught myself. Really? Yep. Um, wow. I watched a YouTube video. There's a song by Ed Sheeran called "I See Fire," mm-hmm. and it was the first song I ever heard. It was the first musical experience where music like stopped me in my tracks, and I had to turn around and listen to it. I went to the movies with my buddy and listened to the song, and I was like, wow, what is this? And I wanted to learn there's a riff on there. And, you know, that's just stunning. <laughs> and and I um, I was like, I got to learn that. And I listened to it and listened to it, but it sounded so difficult. And then afterwards, I didn't go learn the chords first. I just went straight to the song. And when they were talking about the chords, I was just looking at their fingers, trying to put my fingers where theirs were, and then try to do it. And that's how I kind of started learning from tutorials. And then, then I just started hearing it out really figure songs out for myself it's amazing what you can learn these days just by going to youtube yeah it's amazing there's just about everything there and uh you know growing up uh, for me i had to go to libraries to you know study and yeah we don't need to do that anymore in an instant we can find out what's happening by just going and googling it and i've even come to the decision that i've stopped really giving too much information about artists Mm -hmm. simply because it's so much easier to go to their websites or to you know i'd just be repeating what's there and i'd rather spend the time playing music Right. than yeah. to sit down and tell everybody this is about, you know, what this person is and where they live. And, you know, I do a little of it, but yeah. uh, it's like, you know, and everybody who listens to Mostly Folk is listening online or on their iPads or on their iPhones right. or in the podcast store or what have you. And uh, so I, I, I figure... I really don't have to go through a major description when somebody could find it just as easily just as, as I can easily, find yeah. it. Yeah, so, you know, let's listen to the music and yeah. the heck with all this description. Yeah. But I have you here in the studio today, and I have to take advantage of that and talk to you about yourself and where you think you're going. Where are you going, Patrick? Hmm. I'm just... I'm trying to play... And put my music into as many years as I possibly can at this point. I just really want to play shows and play for people that really want to listen and really give me feedback on how they think the music is and how it, how it connects with them. That's something that always blows me away is if somebody tells me, you know, there's just just all sorts of experiences how that song makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Or how this is on when I'm cooking, or this mm-hmm. is on when I'm sad or happy or whatever, and that—that's something I want to do. That's mm-hmm. where I want to be—is just to do that to as many people as I possibly can. And do you have that opportunity in Watertown? Do you, are there enough gigs around, or is it just kind of uh, the middle of nowhere? Yeah, um, it's—it is kind of in the middle of nowhere, and there's not a ton. 
we've got a cool music community. You know, there's a couple guys like Alex Saluri, and uh, he's always helped, and Alex Hazard up there has always done a, a bunch for me to get me to as many people as they possibly can, and that's always awesome. They're just mm-hmm. great people, and uh, they love listening to music just like I do, and so every time I get a new song, I'm like, hey, guys, check this one out, you know? And uh, but, but as for intimate music listening sections, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a theater. Yeah, we don't really have venues that are designed... You know, it won't support it in our area, which is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, where you can go with like a theater type of mm-hmm. venue and to play. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to to learn and find, actually. Yeah. These places where, you know, Patrick can go play people like maybe you, like you and I appreciate music. You know, yeah. somebody listening to your program yeah. is there because they well, let's hope Well, let's hope you know? that people hear this program and start learning about who Patrick Sampson yeah. is. All that's left unseen And all that's left undone And all that gets buried Along with your love And all that's left unheard And all that's left unsaid All that gets misguided And misled The valiant is lost the valiant is lost its way. The valiant is lost. The valiant is lost its way. And all that's left behind. And all that lies ahead. And every shade of darkness a light is shed So for now close your eyes Close your eyes and let the time fly by Sometimes it's alright and I'd understand why The valiant is lost The valiant is lost its way The valiant is lost The valiant So, I'm here with Patrick Sampson. Patrick, do you have a website? 
I do. It's uh, patrick-sampson.com. You can visit there. Okay. Patrick-dash. Don't forget the dash Don't because the dash. obviously there's another Sampson out Somewhere. there. Another Patrick Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> and dot com? Yep. Okay. Patrick-sampson.com. You can find out about Patrick on his website. And uh, I'm glad you do have a website because a lot of people rely too much on Facebook to promote their music and... Not everybody goes to Facebook, you know. Yeah. There are, uh, and Facebook is such a, a so it can be so daunting sometimes. sometimes I got a message today that I was I was just searching around. Uh, I don't know how I came across it, but it was a message that somebody sent me three years ago, and I never saw it. No, it goes into one of these folders. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but somehow it goes into this message category uh, that makes it difficult to find. And I just came across it and I answered the guy. But <laughs> three years he had written this, yeah. and, 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 you know, and I, I felt terrible because yeah. I never answered him. Yeah. But it does happen. Yeah. And uh, with that, how about another tune? I can play another one for you. Uh, this one, this one is on the album. This okay. is uh, this is the closing track, and uh, this is called Nova's Witness. Dawning in the brand new 
Yes, Patrick Sampson with Nova's Witness, and that's a song that closes out his album. We're not going to close out the program today with that one, though. Nope, not yet. <laughs> it's a little early for that, but tell me about that tune, Patrick. That one's a weird one, isn't it? That, <laughs> that's one of those tunes that, um, after listening to Justin Vernon's work or Bon Iver's work for eight months straight every day, you kind of get in the mood to write that kind of ethereal kind of other earthly mm-hmm. kind of tune and um he does a lot of that and he inspires a lot of a lot of artists now because of, he kind of says things that haven't been said yet and so what i did was is there was a meteor shower early last year and i was as corny as it sounds sitting under the under the stars just looking and trying to catch photos and just look at them or whatever and uh they were shooting stars and there was a lot of them and i was like I gotta write a song about space, right? Because mm-hmm. it's only right. You gotta write a song about space. <laughs> and uh, when writing, uh, I had that that kind of just that slide and just the chords. And then I said, I came up with the next day. I just Googled space words, and I put a list on. So like nova or sun or nebula or lunar eclipse and all these words and i turned all those terms into characters in my head so nova is whoever he is and then they say celestia is kind of kind of this woman that's walking the starlight road or whatever it may be and then orion is watching over and because he's the hunter right he's the the, the constellation he is yep and then um the other one is lunar eclipses everybody so it's just He's the darker guy. He's just the dark darkness, I guess, in that yeah. sense. I don't know. It was just kind of a, a weird tune, but it went on. It was cool. Do you have a specific process that you go through writing songs? How do songs come to you? Usually for me, which I think is uh, the majority of artists, I'm not speaking for anybody, but it usually comes from music first because I feel like most people, if they play an instrument or play something, it's usually from rambling. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's what Higher Tides was when, when we wrote it. It was just... We were just rambling on chords, and then mm-hmm. after that's when you start humming over the music. And um, I believe, like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a majority of people sometimes. But um, I don't know. I think they do sometimes just come to you. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm just like, oh, hold on. There's a song in my head. That's a cool line, and I write it down. But usually I write down if a line comes to my mind. Or if I'm reading a comic book and somebody says a cool word, I'm like, okay, I'll write this word down, and maybe someday it'll turn into something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you're just playing random chords, you're like, that's kind of fits kind of fits the mood, mm-hmm. you know, to that tune or that 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 progression that you're writing, and then it kind of becomes something there. Yeah, for the most part. I think it's kind of amazing that at 17 years old you could talk about these things, Ed. Yeah. I know, I know you know it, but uh, Patrick seems so beyond his years, not only vocally, but um, 
in in, in talking with yeah, yeah. and speaking with him he's certainly f- further advanced than most 17 year olds <laughs> I know I don't know many 17 year olds anymore because I'm old <laughs> but no 17 year olds want to hang out with me believe me <laughs> well, now but, you got one <laughs> there you go. uh, yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't want to hang out with me Patrick I'm boring uh, <laughs> I, I take care of my chickens our dog and uh, that's oh, about it we've got a little dog <laughs> yeah, um, like the, even the musicians when we met them down in um, in Nashville, pulled me aside and actually asked me if I understood what was going on. They're like, I've, we've known people, you know, we've been in this business some of them twenty, thirty, forty years, and they said Patrick has just been given a gift. Is the way they explained it. They said mm-hmm. you just can't put a finger. They said we have never seen anyone at, at his age be able to put together the songs the way he does yeah you know yeah so what are the songs on this album are tell me about the song hero all right uh hero so far has been the kind of the flagship for the album i think you know it's kind of the the head runner um hero was the first song a girl named ashley marie uh was the first person to ever sing a song back to me that were, was mine you know sing the words back when I was performing it mm-hmm. and um, that was the song it was Hero and uh, on Facebook that was one of the songs that, that got you know a ton of views I think it almost had 100,000 views on Facebook which was mind blowing you know for, for an original tune Wow! and um, that was uh, that was pretty crazy so everybody uh, everybody kind of fell in love with that one from that because it kind of was sometimes for the most part what people heard first out of me, you know, and that's how they joined the page, and that's how they found it was from hearing that song. And uh, as funny as it sounds, everybody asks me, is like, is it you? Like, you ever? Because there's a, the opening line. Everybody thinks I was like walking down the street in like the rain by myself in the middle of the night or something. And I was like, no, there's a TV show, and this sounds goofy, there's a TV show called Arrow. And I loved the Arrow. You know, he's like, I love comic books and all that stuff. And that's kind of where it came from. As goofy as that sound, it kind of inspired the idea. Were you there when I walked the city streets alone? Yeah, it was cold and I was lost. Without a soul I put my hood on To hide my tears I throw the suns on In my ringing ears And on the rooftop Stands a hero Watches over like an angel, then the devil seeks revenge, and even God don't forget these unforgiving sins. But I'm 
without an ace I'm falling over I lost my mind I got the backbone But I'm without a spine Looking up To see the hero He watches over Given sin. Hero, as we were just saying, is Hero's one of those tunes that uh, I've received a lot of uh, of messages from soldiers or firefighters and all those kinds of people that, you know, serve us on a day-to-day -day basis, whether or guidance counselors or anybody, you know, it doesn't matter who. And uh, I actually had an English fan who his dad was dealing with cancer, and he actually lost his battle to cancer, and he had never sang for people. He doesn't really upload videos on Facebook, and he, he covered Hero and put it on the internet for that specific reason and i i was like holy smokes yeah well, wow. that's a good one that's a tearjerker for you that's especially when you write the song you know what yeah. i mean that's crazy yeah that's cr do you get a lot of songs like that from all these various sources yeah i kind of try if i'm gonna write about something that influences me i kind of try to embody what i'm writing in a way um so i kind of put myself in that position of what would i be thinking mm -hmm. what would i be going through you know what i mean and then that's how i stated it and um, a lot of the songs, like I've never been in a relationship, you know, I'm only 17. I've never been in a long-term relationship. I've never had my heart broken before. Mm -hmm. This is the only girlfriend oh my I got God, right I, here. I hate to see yeah. what happens when he gets his heart broken. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that, don't they? Everybody All says the musicians that. say, if he's writing songs like that now, what's he going to do when he has his heart broken? Really? Yeah. You know, where would George Jones be right. with a broken heart? Yeah, oh, right. Uh, Hank Williams. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All of them. You know? And, uh... Yeah, so it's, I mean, sometimes it's not anything I've experienced before. Actually, most of the time, it's not anything I've experienced before. Sometimes I just let my imagination go until something good comes out of it. Wow, that that is great. Wow. Well, all I can say is, uh, Ed, you got to be really proud of this guy. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he knows it. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we have fun. Uh, uh, you're lucky you have a dad that'll take you around like this and, and bring you places to get you known. As a matter of fact, I didn't know about you until your dad 
uh, messaged me on yep. Facebook <laughs> and yeah. and told me about you. Right. And so uh, this is the way social media and these kinds of things can help artists. Mm -hmm. And as crazy as they are sometimes, they certainly serve a, a, a tremendous thing. purpose yeah. for the younger people especially. You look like you're itching to play another song. I'm always itching to play another song. Okay. Whatever you're ready, I'm good. All right, go ahead, play one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one that no one's heard. Okay. And I haven't played in a while. But, Has your uh, father heard this one? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if anybody likes Hero, they'll like this one. I haven't posted this one yet. And uh, yeah, no one's heard this one. Heard this one yet? We'll see how it goes. Sisters, I think we have to talk. I think that it's time that we turn this around. Love with a smile and love all around. So it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter what you believe. As long as you're kind, then you're fine by me We're all a little different And in some ways the same we're only just human That still remains There's a lot of us on this earth And we only shared for a while So love one another while we can It doesn't matter what you look like It doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're kind, then you're fine by me well, A man once told me through the wood of a song And his words should inspire us all He said, be patient be fine, be balanced, and be kind. It doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter what you believe. As long as you're kind, then you're fine by me. That's a, that's a new one. That's called Be Kind. Actually, I did hear that. You did, didn't you post that on I Facebook? I did, yeah, yeah. I did post that one. Yeah, yep. okay, cool. So, Patrick, tell me, what kind of advice would you give to successful musicians today? 
to, to already <laughs> successful ones. <laughs> I've got no advice. I'm for just them. teasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, normally, I'll say to uh, artists, what kind of advice would you give to young musicians who are just starting up today? So that's why I asked you that question. Right. What kind of advice would you give to successful musicians who aren't starting up today? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. At first, I was like, "Wait a second, what?" <laughs> no, that's a good one. I like yeah, that. But uh, tell no, but uh, along those same lines, we kind of touched on it: uh, social media and how it's affected your music. But do you see more gains for yourself through social media? Are you into marketing your music through social media? Yeah, it's a, it's a probably one of my favorite things about it because mm -hmm. it's a, the easiest way to reach as many people as you possibly can. And that's not in a number sense or money sense. That's just in the sense of being able to meet such different cultured people and, and people from I, I've got people from England Scotland Ireland like these are places I've never been to I would like to go mm -hmm. but I've never been and then they they always talk to me just small talk stuff like about their culture and what it's like over there I love learning about that stuff you know mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. incredible so that's that's probably that's my favorite part about the social media is that I get to it's kind of a like a conversation right in front of people you know they're seeing me they're looking at me and they're talking with me yeah yeah, and also we've talked about your website. We, uh, you do have a Facebook page, and I urge people to check Patrick's Facebook page out. And you also have some videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. and uh, people should check those things out if they're interested in your music. And about your music, how do people purchase your CD if they want to buy it? Um, it's on all major platforms, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, Spotify... Um, it's pretty much everywhere, okay. all the major platforms. You can and if they of. go to your website, will they be able to order a CD? Just getting that part set up okay. um, through CD Baby. Okay. We'll actually be getting the hard copy and be able to mail it out for us. At first, okay. I was going to try to... Yeah, yeah. Once again, I'm here with Patrick Sampson, and Ed Sampson is uh, here with us and listening in and joining in the, on the conversation at times. And Patrick... If you haven't uh, discovered by now, after listening for uh, all this time, Patrick's only 17 years old and will be a force to be reckoned with uh, down the line. I'm absolutely sure of that. So I'm kind of happy that Patrick joined me here today and uh, uh, at least I'll be able to say, hey, uh, I had him on my program way before you guys <laughs> we appreciate it i was looking forward to this all week uh, i love uh, this I'm, i was so excited to come down and hang out it's, uh, i love this podcast well, already if he got out of bed at eight o'clock in the morning you have to know he was excited you're lucky patrick because you are still young and uh, you could stay up all hours of the night that's right and uh, gotta love energy jigs yeah <laughs> so let, let's uh, sum up here uh, Patrick Sampson and Patrick's website is patrick-sampson.com Patrick will eventually have a Twitter page you can reach Patrick on Facebook by just looking up his name, Patrick Sampson. Is there any kind of music thing attached to that, nope, Patrick? It's, it's just my name. It'll come up. Bring that microphone over to yep. you more. A little bit. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. All right, cool. 
Um, and uh, that's where you'll find him on Facebook. And summary, is there anything that you'd like to talk about that I haven't spoken about? No, I think we covered most of it. Thanks for listening to me for well. this long. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, as I said before, it's not hard to listen to you. And uh, as time goes on, uh, there's going to be a lot more to listen to. Patrick's album, once again, is The Wanderer, and you can find out all about that by simply going to Patrick's webpage. I think that's the easiest thing to do. Or Google Patrick Sampson Music and you'll find out um, lots about Patrick. Uh, you look like you're posed to play another song. Like you want. Do you have any new song? Any I, I have song? a new one. I have you a new do? one that I can play. Why don't you play it? And, I'll play it for and, you. and then we'll take it from there and yeah. uh, go, go our ways. Absolutely. Uh, this is a new one. This one's called Dancing Alone. Say it again. Dancing Alone. Dancing Alone. Patrick Sampson. Shivers all 
Right here in the Mostly Folk Studios with the tune called Dancing Alone. That's not on his album. So you've had the opportunity to hear it live. And one day you'll hear it on an album when it's properly recorded. Uh, Of course, we don't have the kind of equipment that they have in recording studios. So the uh, music, uh, I always feel a little bit guilty because uh, my equipment is not top-of-the-line equipment. It's good enough for a podcast, but uh, not uh, not the kind of equipment that you'd want to have if you're recording music. But fortunately, Patrick had that opportunity in Nashville. That's where he made his album, uh, The Wanderer. Is it The Wanderer or yep. just Wanderer? The Wanderer. The Wanderer. Yep. So, once again, I urge you to check out Patrick on Facebook. Check out his website, Patrick-Sampson, with a P, dot com. And I want to thank both Patrick and Ed, his dad, for driving down here today. It was a long, long drive. And you are the beneficiaries of that drive i think so patrick thank you so much for coming and ed thanks for for driving thank you and uh, i know we'll we'll meet up again if we don't meet up again we'll be talking on facebook or wherever absolutely thanks guys absolutely thanks for having us
all that's left unseen And all that's left undone And all that gets buried along with your love And all that's left unheard And all that's left unsaid All that gets misguided and misled The valiant is lost The valiant is lost its way The valiant is lost The valiant is lost its way And all that's left behind And all that lies ahead So for now, close your eyes Close your eyes and let the time fly by Sometimes it's alright And I'd understand why The valiant is lost The valiant is lost its way The valiant is lost The valiant is lost its way Once again, you've been listening to the music of Patrick Sampson, and I certainly urge you to go to Patrick's website. And if you want a complete playlist of what we played today, you can find that on mostlyfolk.org. Once again, I want to thank Ed and Patrick Sampson for joining me today. And, And of course, I want to thank you for listening and hope that you'll join me for the next episode of Mostly Folk. Until we meet again, happy trails to you. Keep smiling until then. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails.